looking to the face of Jesus Christ. Our eyes gaze on that cross. Every drop of His blood that was shed on that cross was for you and me. And through that new covenant that He shed, we become brothers and sisters in Christ. What a joy. What a joy. Can I ask brave families to join hands together right now as we're going to pray together. Join hands with your neighbor. It's our joy to do this church together as family. What I want to ask you to do is pray over your friend. Pray over your neighbor right now. Pray over your brother and sister who is standing next to you. Pray over them. Release heavenly blessings over their life. And we believe as we do church together, as families together, whatever they are going through, we stand with them in agreement. We stand with them knowing that only God can work and only God can do. And we stand in agreement. And we believe in the name of Jesus that only He has won victory. It is in the name of Jesus Christ. Every shadow will be moved back. Every tower of the devil will be broken. And every idol of Dagon will come down crushing because we stand in agreement of the word of Jesus Christ. No power is stronger that they can face my God Almighty. My Jesus gives victory to his bride, his church. Father, we want to bless your holy name. Father, we give you all glory and honor. Thank you for all our families who are joining from different parts of the world right now. Father, as one family, we exist to worship you, to glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' master's name we pray. Amen. 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 Please be seated in God's house. Please be seated. What a joy. What a joy for every Sunday as we brothers, we could come together and to know that God is the only one in our life that sustains and holds us all together. He is the only one that we need and He is the all that we need. He is all that we need. There's nothing, nothing more that we can deserve. If we have Jesus on our side, we have everything. Come on. Oh, I'm preaching better than you praise right now. If I have Jesus on my side, I have everything. I don't look for any other stuff because I have Jesus. J-E-S-U-S -S is powerful and the name of Jesus gives me victory. His name gives me peace. His name gives me assurance. Oh, He is the only thing that I need in my life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And today, it's our joy to come together as one house, one family. Uh, from different parts of the world, if families are joining in and from, from different places, different tribes, different languages, but we know one thing, we serve one Abba, one God. And this morning, as, as, as there are families joining us from different places, uh, for the next couple of weeks, I'd like our church to engage with me um, in a series of uh, studies and maybe, um, you know, it might mess with, uh, you know, our previous church background. It might mess with our ideas, but still, hey, we are looking into God's Word and God's Word. Allow God's Word to mess with you because His mess will turn every other mess outside in an order. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm actually preaching better than your praise right now. Come on. Amen. In our mess situations, if we allow God to intervene, it'll change 
everything. How many of you enjoyed our worship this morning? What a powerful, beautiful song. Come on. Can you all put together, put your hands together for our worship team? Can you actually put your hands together for, for the volunteers of our church? You know, I stand here. I'm not the man who runs it. I have a good team who supports and who functions in our church. Can you actually rejoice for what God is doing in this house? And together we believe this is the house of the Lord and we rejoice for everything that God is doing in this house. Hallelujah. I want to talk and bring your attention towards uh, this one word, DNA, DNA. You know, in a crime scene, people identify a criminal uh, 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 by knowing, taking the source of or, or decoding with the DNA. DNA is very important. And all of us as human beings, all of us as individuals, we have, and everybody here on uh, 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 seated in front of us, you know, we have this one thing called as DNA. Our DNA traces and, and it contains the instructions needed for an organism to develop, survive, and reproduce. Our DNA contains the intricate parts for us to reproduce and move forward. Our DNA helps us to identify and trace us back into our history and who we are. In our previous church back in um, Missouri, my senior pastor is back there. She is Korean and uh, his, um, uh, her husband, he's Hispanic, but she wanted to, they wanted to do their DNA because they come from a mixed cultures, right? She is Korean, she's South Korean and, and he is Hispanic. So they wanted to do a DNA test and find out and identify if there is a connection in both of their DNAs and it traces back to uh, uh, some, you know, similar lineage. And while they were doing that and they did a DNA test and maybe, you know, 10 or 12 generations ago, uh, they, they found that their parents come from this one country. Their parents come from this one country, but over the period of time, uh, you know, uh, their families moved to Mexico and he came as a Hispanic family and her families, you know, they come from Korea. But even though they are from different backgrounds, their DNA, matched out together to come from the same original location. What I'm trying to share here is when we understand the, and, and when we are focusing on for the next few minutes here, we are looking into the DNA of the church. Oftentimes I have heard our pastors and our leaders and our brethren and our opportunity strikes back and let them, yes, very good. We with our DNA don't trace back just to Kerala. With your DNA, we don't trace back to just India. With our DNA, we go back to where it all began in the scriptures. In the, in the book of Acts, when God instituted and the apostles moved forward, when the new church began and a new faith came out together, and when they acknowledged that's where we all originate, not just one history that we can trace back to 100 years that all come from, from Kerala or Kottayam or Tiruvalla or one place. No, no, no. Our DNA traces back to where it all began in the book of Acts. Our DNA traces back not just there, but it traces back with the history when the foundations of the earth were set and it all began with the idea that God so loved the world that he gave his only and only loved position that is his Christ, his son, Jesus Christ. That's where the DNA traces back. Hallelujah. Not just to one location. If it was to one location, it will, not, it will never mean, uh, mean to us anything. You, you, you know why many of the churches that, that are just tracing back to the history of their parental lineage in one particular location, they will die out very soon when one generation passed by. Oh, you all understanding what I'm trying to share? 
They, that generation, the moment that generation finishes its line, they will pass out. They, that church will cease to function. But if we can understand that our, our DNA traces back to the origins of where God instituted the church, we can function together even though we are here as, as, as maybe one ethnicity or two or three ethnicities. But what we believe through the scriptures is when Bible says in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20, God says, therefore go make disciples of all nations. Oh, every ethnos, all ethnicities possible. He didn't say, Patro say, Poi in the association association. No, no, no. I'm going to Thomas No. His idea was you go out. The first and foremost thing that God has instituted part of our DNA structure is to go. To go. And to go. This one word, G-O, go, should resonate in our hearts. This is part of who we are. As a Christian, says God has not asked us to be settled in one place. He's asked us to be on the move all the time. Keep going all the time. Not just limit ourselves to one boundary and location and I have done this so far and I will continue to do this, this and I'll make few people happy. No, that's not the goal of the Bible. The Bible says go, go, go. Even if you don't like it, go. Even at places that are not familiar to you, go. Even if, even if people who don't look like you, may not eat like you, may not smell like you, go. Because this is the ordinance of the Bible. This is part of our DNA and who we are. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. All nations. I don't have a count of how many nations are there in our world right now. Because every year a new nation just births out. Because of the turmoil and given situations. But I declare, I declare we as a church, we pray for all nations. And we pray that we represent all nations. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful seeing my brother Reward here. He's from Zimbabwe. I'm so thankful for our dear pastor here from Africa. I'm so thankful for families from different parts of the world. And also we have families who are tuning into from different parts. Of the world. I, I love and enjoy this kind of an atmosphere because this represents God's idea. This represents our DNA that God wants us to be a church that is going and not just settle down to one boundary. Never limit yourself. Never limit yourself because our God has asked us to not limit ourselves and move, move beyond all limitations. Praise the Lord. It's okay. It's okay if one brother comes and says to you something in Malayalam and you cannot understand that. All you can do is one language that is similar in all languages. Language is the language of smile. Come on, smile. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Because even though you don't understand the language or the culture, but one thing is similar in every language, the way you make somebody welcomed in your circumstances is just, you look good. Come on. We as a church, we engage with people with just one simple thing. It's a smile. Oh, it's a smile. Mary received a word from God. The angel of the Lord, and y'all know how the dramatic situation happened, right? Mary, who is, who is a virgin and a, a, a young girl, and all of a sudden, all of this miraculous things happen, and she's conceived of God, and, 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 and she's moving forward. One of the scriptures we see there is, Mary goes to meet with her sister, Elizabeth. 
The moment she sees Elizabeth at the corner, all that Mary does is she shouts and says, Hey, Elizabeth, how are you doing? Bible says the moment she shouts out and greets Elizabeth, the baby in the womb of Elizabeth recognized there is somebody here who has the power and the anointing that she is carrying. Oh, come on, are you trying to understand? Elizabeth realized, not just Elizabeth, but the child growing in her womb realized there is somebody out there. When we meet with people and shake hands and greet them, something in of them, inside them. What I'm trying to share is, promises of God that is birthed in this man's house, in his heart, in his family, need to rejoice and recognize the anointing that you and me carry. When brother and meet each other and together, you know, stop, stop doing all that gossips. Oh, I'm sorry, but yes. Stop doing that gossips. The only time people hate gossips is when people are talking about you. If not, it's so interesting to hear from them. Oh, yes. Even if it is a 45-minute telephonic conversation, you will like, oh, talk more, talk more, talk more. And then what? But if, they, if you hear that they're talking about you, you are mad. But rather than all of that, have an attitude that our DNA traces back to be a church that thinks positive. A church that is on the go all the time, ready to move. And that's why God encourages in Bible we see when Jesus asked his disciples, he said, therefore, go. Don't settle down here. Yeah, yeah, you have your waiting period, but right after that, be ready to go. If you can go, my kingdom will enlarge. If you can go, all nations will come to the saving grace of, you are the ones that God has asked us to go. You matter to God. Our DNA traces back to people and disciples who were on the go and ministered to people who never looked like them, never talked like them, never behaved like them, never ate like them, never dressed like them, but yet they were ready to receive those kind of people with an open arms. Why? Because our DNA comes from who God is. God says, I love the world. I love the ethnos of the world. Every person, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, and everybody, they are part of me. I am the one that made them. Hispanic brothers, you are my brother. Oh, African brother, you are my brother. Why? Because the same blood that has washed an Indian brother has washed an African brother. The same blood that has washed a Malayali has washed a Tamil. The same blood that has washed India has washed the nations of the world. And I believe our God is a God that wants people together. People together. I want to go back to the word that I started with. God is asking us to be in a church on the move, church on go, never settle down, never settle down. The moment you settle down, you isolate yourself and that is a dangerous area for the evil to attack, but be on the move all the time. In, uh, I was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an army personal son, so part of the army, you know, my dad used to share stories and while the Kargil, India, Pakistan, the, uh, it's a, uh, uh, the, when the war was going on, so my dad used to share stories of that situation. And always they, used to say, they always change their location. They never isolate themselves to one place for more than three days. They keep changing their location because the moment you start 
you know, identifying yourself with one location, one idea, you place yourself in that box, it's very easy for the enemy to target you. Be a cheers that is always on the rise and trying to grow and moving forward because it is, it is the way that you, how you can plunder hell and populate heaven. That's how you advance in Christ. That's how you advance in churches. Exodus chapter 9 verse 1. Real quick, I want to go into this. Exodus chapter 9 verse 1 is beautiful. We see in the stories in, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, there is this word go and God sent. These words are very much uh, uh, used in through the scriptures. And when we see in Exodus chapter 9 verse 1, here we see Moses faces Pharaoh and he says, let my people Come on, shout it with me. Go. Come on, go. It sounds as if you're asking me to go, Pastor. It's okay. What did God ask Moses? He was taking care of his flocks. He was enjoying his life. He was enjoying his retirement age. And he was enjoying doing his work there. And then in the midst of all that, Moses has an encounter with God and God calls him and he said, you know what, Moses, done with your training in wilderness, I have an assignment for you back with Pharaoh. Back with where it all origined, I want you to go. And Moses reluctant, you know the story, we know the story, we learn in our Sunday school, we know all that. But Moses reluctant, he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to address, he doesn't want to do it. But when the Spirit of the Lord came and he captured the vision of God Almighty, this is what he says, he went to Pharaoh and he said, you know Pharaoh, all that you have done so far for against my people, done and done, we are no longer going to sit and isolate ourselves in this area. Almost 400 years of slavery, done, we are done with it. But now is the time for us to move and so he commands he has one word in the anointing of God Almighty one thing he says is let my people go and that word shakes up kingdoms that word shakes up Pharaoh and his capital that word just shakes up Egypt that word just shakes it up why because he just stands with the authority of God and he says let my people go the reason why God has sent you is to liberate people around you the reason why God has called you is not just to feel good, so, you know, be good, enjoy all luxuries, but God has asked you to step out and be on the move. And that's part of our DNA. That's part of who we are because God has anointed you to set the captives free. It is His blood that is on us. How many captives do we see around us? People who are captivated with, with sins of life, ways of life, who are pushed back because of the atrocities of the world, who are being pushed back because of the things of the world. But all God wants us to do is be there so that you can liberate them. Look to their life and look to the Pharaoh within them, wrestling within them and let them know, hey, you know, Pharaoh, you've been holding my people for thus long, but today I declare in the name of Jesus, let my people be free. Can I tell you, your words have the authority. Amen. Your words have the power. It can change situations. You look at life and you look at not what they are. You look at life by faith. You declare what they can be in the love and in the relationship of they can grow in Christ. Because when you look at somebody, you look at facts. But within your DNA, that helps us to look into facts and declare the faith of God Almighty in their life. And that changes the equation. What can you look into today? Look around you. 
What are those people you might have, you might have around you? What are those people? Who are those people where, in whose life you can look into and let them know, let my people be freed? How many times have we used our own words? When you look at your neighbor who's going through depression and, and, and divorces and going through struggles of life, look at the situation and let them know, hey devil, I will not allow you to conquer this family, this neighbor, but today I declare, take your dirty hands off my people because this is the child of God Almighty. Let my people go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only if we can use our words. We use our words for a lot of things. But today I'm asking our church, as Moses would say, let my people go. Use those words of life because that word can change and that word will break bondages. The idea of God has always been asking people to go. Oh, blessed are those whose feet, blessed are the feet of those who bring good news to mountaintops. Why? Because they are ready to go. Blessed are the feet of those. And what I believe is, as Pastor was sharing in our first service, he was mentioning about as Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. You know, one, one of the things that I understand is before these feet can stretch upon mountains and rocky places and go to hot situations, Jesus is preparing their feet. You know what? Blessed are the feet of yours who were ready and ready to go to take my gospel to places where their message has never been reached. Moses, go, set my people free. All I want you to do is to set my people free. I am with you. Moses said, God, you know, when I go to Pharaoh, he is going to kill me. He is going to kill me. I have my past experience. This dude is going to kill me. I can't face him. I cannot do things. But Moses, God said, Moses, you know, only you have to do is open your mouth and I will fill it with words. I am with you in this journey. If you feel you're all by yourself and we think that we cannot do this together, we cannot do it, all we have to understand is our equation changes the moment we see Jesus stepping in. You know, that's part of our DNA. That's part of who we are. As a church, we are a church that is ready to go and, and embrace people from different backgrounds. We are ready to go with this gospel. We are ready to go and liberate people from where they are situated. We are ready to go. A church on mission, a church on the move all the time. We are ready to go and liberate. That's what God has asked us to do as a church community. Hallelujah. As I just said, maybe, maybe we cannot know all the words to speak, what to do. And that's the story of Moses. He was struggling. By the time Moses could finish one sentence, Pharaoh will take two naps. But when the anointing of God came into his life, he was used to liberate the entire generation out of slavery. All it needs is your availability. No, 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 no. All it needs is when you can say, God, here I am. I am ready to go. I am ready to go. That's part of the DNA. That's part of what we are as a church. We are as a church. That we are always ready to. This morning, I was talking to one of our auntie, and as she was mentioning, she's doing a great job in, 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 uh, for outreaches in UTD campus. I'm thankful for Ruby Auntie and, and whatever she is doing. Last week, she, she says she cooked uh, uh, chicken curry for nearly 300 students. That's not easy. That's not easy. It's a heart that matters the most. That you are ready to step out of your comfort zones and be ready and be available to being there with them to minister. Because it's, you know, sometimes, you know, when you are sharing the love of God, you know, it's not the gospel that you have to share. It's the love that they see. And that is the gospel that they see and visualize and they come and attract. 
it's possible you know when you share good news this is what i have observed you know when we meet with new families you know i don't go and share you know all about theology and stuff there there's no need for that Amen. all that they need at my first interaction is a friendship that i can build with them Amen. a relationship that i can build with them because number 1 is we go number 2 is we we showcase who christ is in us yes. amen what christ could do in that situation is that he will go be with that person and embrace and hear their story and walk with them in this journey and help them to be liberated through the love that i can show through my actions sometimes you know when we deal with people you know speak less words it's okay just be there with your ears Often times we go meet with people we are ready to speak on their life all the time oh you are messed up you are messed up they are messed up as that's why you are there for them we talk about how messed their life is how dirty they look how ugly their clothes are how smelly their life and family is no 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 your job is to just be there when you are there for them the devil starts to back off why No 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 because of your muscles no because the presence of God that goes with you demons will flee when a child of God walks into an arena why because it is a presence of God it is the dna of Christ in you that gives you access to areas where you think it was not possible but it is God who gives you the access and who breaks open chains and liberates people all God wants you to do is just go just go 2018 january we all began our journey by by making declarations of you know what this month this year i'm going to at least win two families for jesus christ hallelujah welcome back from labak at least two families from for jesus it's not too late it's not too late we have two more months not too late all god is wanting us to do is be a church be an individual that is ready to to go to go for god so loved the world that he sent jesus was willing to come it is a willingness of jesus to obey his father's word in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god but in the in the very words we see god jesus was ready and willingly submitted himself emptying out himself he was ready to come and dwell among mankind among people who are sinners who are smelly who is not looking anything close to what heaven is but still jesus was willing to step down into this dirty world and get his hands dirty why so that he can pull somebody out of that mighty clay and put them on the rock of salvation with Jesus himself is all God is asking us to do is be a church that is ready to go Moses said let my people amen before Moses before Moses uses those words of go and declares that he identifies himself with the people and that is part of relationship When you're building relationship with people, Amen. the more you say, you know, you're from Africa, I am from India, the more you keep saying that, you know, there's always a divide. Yeah. But you can say, you know, brother, how are you doing? You identify yourself with them. They may not look like you, speak like you, eat chicken biryani, but that's fine. That's okay. That's normal. That's cool. That's fine. But as a child of God Almighty, your interaction matters the most and you become brethren in Christ. Moses said let 
my people no 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 he didn't say he he never said that let your people let the people that you have captivated no he identified and he said let my people he took ownership how many times have we rejected the work of god because we have rejected the idea of god in unity how many times have we stepped out of the perfect will of god because we said you know what i don't want to minister to them i hate them and we have called names that's not the idea of the bible when we trace back to our lineage and our history god wants us to be a church that is open doors for everybody to walk inside they may not look like us it's totally fine they may not put their head covering it's fine they may not look and dress and they may wear jewels that is totally fine that is totally fine part of the dna our god wants us to be a church that embraces that loves All Moses could do there was not identifying the problems what was going on and helping Pharaoh to understand all he said was let my people go and he identified himself with the people he didn't have to do that even though he was part of the Hebrew clan he didn't have to do that he identified himself with a group of people that was hidden and captured in slavery and that's what God wants us to do identify with people identify with those individuals but we can let them know hey you know what i am with you in this journey you're not alone you're not at all alone then when you go through struggles i can relate and i am with you pradeep i am with you in this journey i am with you and even if our brothers and sisters don't look like me i can have the courage and boldness to sit with them and let them know you know what brother i am with you in this journey you're not by yourself you're not alone you're not alone i am with you this is we as a family and moses identified himself with them the power of god cannot transcend in a place where there is no unity are you trying to understand this it's very crucial that we understand a church community in a family nothing gets to work if there is no unity in a family husband says one thing wife says that's normal with every family is here right no but our families move forward in 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 life and in directions because there is a understanding there's a union in our marriage there's a unity in our thinking and that's similar to our church dna that's similar to our life in christ there should be a understanding in who i am in christ jesus enikku adu manasila illengil adu avada tagarchal varum if i don't understand my life is going to collapse right there why because there's no unity in our mind in our action in our gestures in our talk in our service pattern and everything it should portray the love of god and the unity of brothers and sisters only then god and his work can be seen very evident are you with me church one of the things that we see in the scriptures as we look into matthew is the idea that god says go and make disciples go and make disciples of all nations I want to help you understand here our dna helps us to identify our faith in who christ is who god is our faith is not like any other faith our faith is transparent it is transcendent and it is transformational our faith teaches us to cross over obstacles shout down walls break through crowds and walk on waters even in the midst of heavy storms of life our faith enables us to survive the fires of life overcome the den of lions silence the serpents and outwit the fox 
Our faith empowers us to see the invisible, embrace the impossible and hope for the incredible. Our faith exhorts us to rebuke failure, reject perpetual survival and embrace abundant living in Christ Jesus. That's who we are in our DNA when it is connected to who God is. Because he wants us to be a church that is thriving and moving forward, not just barely surviving. Barely surviving is not the idea of God. Praise the Lord. Oh, I just survived a tornado. No, no, no. What he wants to do in life is not just survive and and barely making it, barely serve. He wants us as a community, as a church to thrive and move forward. And here we are, church. Here we are. Here we are as a pastor of the church. When I stand here and I declare these words and I'm praying and I'm asking that we as a church, as we move forward, as we move forward, I want us to agree with one thing that this is God who is the head of this family. God who is the priest of this house. God who is the leader of this church. God is the ultimate prophet here. And as he declares his words of knowledge here, things will change. But all that God is asking us is we can be accessible to go. To go. To go. Look to your feet right now. Keep your right hand on your feet right now. If you have your right hand. Do you have your right hands? Everybody wave, 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 wave. Oh yeah, good, good. Keep your right hand on your feet and let them know. My, re- my feet, get ready to go. Get ready to go. There are a lot of people that are waiting for you to arrive. There are people in captivity who are just waiting for... Oh, come on. I would, I, I, want, I would love to call out each of your names, but you can use your name right there and you can let them, people are waiting for me to arrive. The moment I arrive, it is showtime. The moment I arrive with the presence of God, things will change. All God has asked us to do is not just to speak elaborate sentences, but just be available and be there. Church on the go. That's part of who we are. As we look into who we are as a church, and it is, it is, uh, it, this is a message to the youth, the young adults, the older, whatever tribe, whatever background, whatever language you come from, one message is we, God is asking us to be a church that is going, that is going, that is going, all the time, that is going, come on, that is going, and that is going. Let's look to the Lord in prayer 